Hello everyone and welcome to Stories of Hope. I'm here today with Kenzie and she's going to share a little bit about her experience with chronic illness. Um, I got to meet her in this last semester where we were both looking for roommates and trying to figure out what we're going to do next year and a mutual friend got us connected and it's just been really cool to get to know her a little bit and we are going to be rooming together next semester and getting to know each other more so that's really exciting and um, it's been cool to hear a bit of her story and the way that she has gone through this this chronic illness journey as well and it'll be cool to get to learn from each other and walk through this together so Kenzie can you talk a little bit about what what chronic illnesses you have um, what what the journey has been like for you when did it begin yeah um so i have several different uh like illnesses and kind of different things um mm -hmm. so i have something called new daily persistent headache which is essentially a constant migraine um and along with that comes like a headache and nausea um light and sound sensitivity and so many different things um, so that's a fun time. <laughs> and then I also have hypothyroidism. So my thyroid um, functions at a very low level. Um, and so I'm on a medication to like boost that. Um, and with that comes like a lot of like exhaustion and different, just different things like that. Um, so my sophomore year of high school I struggled a lot with some severe anxiety and depression um, and I was on several different medications saw several different counselors and therapists and different things like that um, and like nothing like things helped but like I still had that issue um, and it was like this anxiety came out of almost nowhere and like during this time I was also dealing with a lot of like just always exhausted always tired um I had a lot of issues with like being I was just always freezing like it would be 60 degrees outside and like I was wearing a sweatshirt and pants and was freezing um and so I finally found a doctor who was like well maybe this could be connected to your thyroid and so that's when that kind of began and she tested my thyroid levels and I was like super low in a lot of different things and had a couple deficiencies and things like that. Um, and so all of that was around August of 20, 2017, um, which, so I was going into my junior year of high school. And then my junior year of high school is actually like when my migraine started. Um, it started in, September and like it was just persistent and constant and like didn't go away I was on several different medications um saw a couple different doctors I saw a chiropractor for a while and like nobody had any idea what was going on um around December I it got like really bad and so I ended up after multiple like ER visits um, and being admitted to the hospital, um, I saw several different doctors and they were like, okay, it's just migraines. Um, so I was on several different medications and several different, tried several different treatments, like 
we even at one point I was so I was 16 going on 17 and I was on 12 different medications daily so it was it was crazy like I was on a bunch of different things and nothing helped um so I finally found a neurologist and got an appointment with them in February of 2018 so the following year um and that's when I was diagnosed with new daily persistent headache so since then I've tried several different medications and several different things um I actually like that following summer the summer after my junior year I went to Cleveland Clinic um I was in their pediatric pain rehab program um and essentially like that they helped me get my life back and like I would not be where I am today without them like I I got to a point where like I couldn't even leave my house to go to school um and so I ended up doing like a homeschool program through my school and like I had a tutor come once a week um and so it was really just like like I, I didn't have a life and like my quality of life was not much at all um so Cleveland really helped with that and then I started my senior year and like I still struggled but like at that point there wasn't really anything more that could be done until I turned 18 um so I turned 18 in April of 2019 and so they were able to um put me on a new medication um, it's called Amavig, so it's a monthly injection, and that has helped me so much. Like, I, yeah, like, I, it doesn't take away the migraine, but it definitely brings the pain level down to a way more manageable level. Um, so, like, I still have a headache all the time, and I still have the symptoms sometimes, but, like, it's a much more manageable level, and, like, I've learned to kind of cope with the nausea and the light and sound sensitivity and kind of work around those things. Um, mm -hmm. And so that's been good. But like the medication has definitely like changed things for me. Um, so recently, like I've been doing really well with that kind of stuff. Like I'm still on my medication, like I actually take it tomorrow. So I'm getting to that point where I'm just like, oh come on like <laughs> um but it's definitely like so much better like I just completed my first year of college and yeah. and like never thought those things would even be possible like two years ago um so it's crazy like how far things have come um and how far I've come and there's definitely like still I still struggle there's times where I've had to miss class or miss practice or like get an extension on an assignment and different things like that um but you've definitely learned to work with it <laughs> um recently i've had a lot more different symptoms that i'm searching for answers for like i've really struggled with fatigue and just always being tired like had 17 hours of sleep one day and I was still just exhausted and uh, just so run down and so I'm looking for like 
could that potentially just be my thyroid again? Could it be something else? I've also had like some weird like symptoms with my heart. Like my heart rate shoots up from 40s to 100s, 80s, um, somewhere in there. So that's been weird for sure. Um, so I meet with my doctor next month and we're going to kind of discuss those things. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of how I've been doing recently and kind of a little bit about my story. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, yeah. How did you end up finding hope in that? I know that it was really challenging, especially the first couple of years when everything just dramatically shifted and trying to to keep going how did you how did you find the hope and strength to keep going in your daily routines and that yeah um so i definitely for a while really struggled with having hope and i think that was a lot of the reason that my quality of life went down so much was just because like i felt like i had no hope and i felt like there was no way to like no way i could really keep going in that um but like throughout it all like i had my family for sure and so like we're a super close family um so i had all of their support and all of their love and sometimes it had to be tough love but i needed that sometimes um and so i transferred i actually transferred schools my junior year like when all this was going on with my health um and so like I had really kind of lost, like, all my friends before I transferred, like, nobody, like, believed that there was anything wrong, and um, just kind of all of that stuff, and so it was really, it was a really lonely time for me, um, but when I transferred schools, I actually, like, so I transferred to the high school that my mom graduated from, um, and so she had a couple friends who were actually who had kids that were in my grade and in my classes. Um, and so through that, like I met a bunch of new friends at my school uh, and got to know some different people. And so that was really great. And just meeting those friends, like they were just so encouraging and just so genuine with me. But then also like when I went to, when I went to Cleveland, um, I was in the program with several other people at a time, and I got super close with some of them. Um, yeah. So, like, I found my best friend through that. Like, she she has the same thing as I do. Um, she plays soccer. Um, and so there were just a lot of different, like, bonding points that we had. And, like, if you, <laughs> if you want to make friends and make genuine friends, like, chronic illness, like, it really brings you together. Um, and so we, we got super close while we were inpatient for two weeks and then like outpatient, we were, um, always hanging out. Um, we still text all the time and like Snapchat every day and we still talk a lot. Um, and so like, that's definitely been a huge thing. And then coming to Asbury, like, um, I found so much hope and so much strength in my teammates, um, they're, they don't understand necessarily, but they want to do whatever they can to support me and um, to push me and just to love on me when I need it. Um, 
And then there's also been a lot of people in the chronic illness support group at Asbury, like found so many friends through that and like they've just all been all been there to lift me up and just push me and kind of share like it's hard but you can do it and you can get through it so mm -hmm. yeah Thank you so much yeah it really helps having people that are walking through it with you because it's not something that you can just do on your own like you can't handle it in your own your own strength and your own it's, it's difficult, but it's great to have people that are walking alongside you and having that support is so important. Um, and it is, it is hard, like you were saying, with losing friends and certain people that just, they don't know how to respond to it. They don't know how to handle it. Um, and so just like learning how to, how to deal with that. But then it's great that to see how you've been able to make new friends and find people that are, that are true, genuine friends that'll stick with you through it all and not just, um, and not leave just because it gets hard. So that's, that's super encouraging to know that. And even for people, people out there, just to know that there are people that do really care and really want to invest in you and support you. And um, even if it doesn't, even if you don't have them in your life right now, it doesn't mean that they won't, they won't, you won't meet them in the future. So, yeah. Um, so how has God helped you in this process? Yeah, so I am a intercultural studies major with the hopes mm -hmm. of um, becoming a medical missionary and doing some mission work across across the world. Um, and so, like through that, I have just really like I don't know, like God has really helped me when I'm serving people. Like, there's just I don't know how to describe it. Like. Um, so my junior year of high school, shortly after I'd been diagnosed, I was supposed to go on a mission trip anyways, and I wasn't sure, like, if I was going to be able to, and, like, I'd raised all this money, and I was like, I don't know, like, I really want to go, um, because I'd been the year prior, and I really wanted to go back again. It was the Dominican Republic, like, God had really put the country on my heart, and the people there, um, and so I ended up going, and I wasn't, like, pain-free or symptom-free while I was there, but, like, it was just, sorry. Okay. It was just so much more manageable, um, and, like, it was just, I don't, I don't know how to explain it, like, things were just so so different there like I was doing what God had called me to do mm -hmm. and he took care of the rest um and that was definitely something that has kind of given me hope for my future like because I definitely have kind of worried about like mm -hmm. you know like how is this gonna look living in a different culture in a different country away from my family and away from my doctors and different things like that like how is how is that even possible and like that trip and then the month-long trip that I took last year just really showed me that as long as I'm doing what God wants me to do like he's gonna take care of the rest and like through through this my 
my faith and my trust in God has grown so much. And like, I've been able to like genuinely have more of a relationship and like God has become my rock and I've been able to like, through this, I've learned to rely on him more. Um, my prayer life has grown a lot deeper um, and that has definitely helped a lot. Just being able to pray and I very much believe that if you pray for something, God is going to provide and like he does. Um, and like for a while I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna go to college. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to play volleyball. And just through like praying about that, like, and praying like, God, this is what I want to do. If there's any way, like make it happen, like help me, help me do this. And like, here I am, like, um, I've been surrounded by an amazing support system, an amazing team who just wants to support me and love me. And like, that is definitely, they've been my rock and they've been there to hold me up when I need it. Um, they push me and through that, like, God has just shown me so much and he's, he's done a lot in me. I've grown a lot over the last year being at college. Um, and like, he's continuing to work in me as I'm learning to kind of trust him more. So, yeah. Wow. It's amazing the way that, that God does provide for our needs. Um, if we're willing, and now it just doesn't always look like exactly what we want. Yeah, it, it's really cool to see that when he's leading us in a certain way and he's he's bringing us there he does take care of us and he does continue to provide and a lot of times it's in a way where we have to be continually relying on him so it's not like everything is just easy but it is really cool to see the way that he he does empower us and make things possible that wouldn't have been possible in our own strength so for sure yeah so what is one thing that you would like people who are experiencing social distancing to know and to hold on to in this time? Um, yeah, so I definitely think that there's been a heavy, like, there's been a lot of different things out there that are, that say, like, the people who are being affected, it's only a small population and things like that. And so I've seen, I've seen a lot of those things. And I know at the beginning, it was a lot harder to, like, to see those things and to realize, like, I am in that group, like, and so that's definitely, like, for me, that was something that really hurt at first, was, like, is my life not valued and all this stuff, and, like, is my life not worth saving? Like, I'm 19, and I want to experience life and, like, live a full life, um, and so that's been something that for me has been really hard while social distancing. Um, and so for me, a way that I've kind of held on to hope through that was just remembering that what other people think does not define who I am. Um, and it doesn't, it doesn't matter what other people are saying. Like, 
God is the one who has put me on this earth for a reason. He loves me and cares for me and he is going to provide and he has provided for me in the past and he will continue to provide as long as I hold on to hope and continue relying on him and continue having a relationship with him. Um, and my family has also been super, super great about like just lifting me up. Like we've, we've all kind of struggled in different ways. Like me being back here from school, like all of a sudden my mom and sister being home all the time doing school from home because my mom is a teacher. Um, my brother just got a job and so like he's been working from home from for his brand new job that he was only there for a month. Wow. Um, and so like through this like all of us have, have had to learn different things um, but definitely by just being there for each other and lifting each other up and we've been doing a family devotion every night and so one person has a different night and so for me like Wednesdays are my night um and so like just doing that is kind of it's forcing us to like spend time in God's word but then it's also like reminding us and it's also bringing us a lot closer together um because we're able to share like how are we struggling and how can we help each other and um yeah Well, thank you so much for sharing a little bit about what your experience has been like, especially with this whole social distancing. And, and for everyone out here who you might be wondering, like maybe you're in that population or not, um, just knowing that you are valued and that you are, you are important and an important part of our society. And so um, it's just really great to be reminded of that, of that truth that who we are isn't based on what other people say about us or what the world says about us, but we belong to Jesus, um, and we are his children. We will trust him and follow him in our lives, so it's just really encouraging to know that we have so much more value than than we even realize a lot of times, so. And also, yeah, just continuing to find ways to connect with people, whether that's your family, your immediate family, or um, friends and different people through this time, and so I hope that this is a little bit of connection, getting to hear some stories, and I also would love to connect with you a little bit as well if you're interested in that. So thank you so much for listening to this today, and thank you so much, Kenzie, for coming on and sharing with us. So we will see you in the next week, and I hope that you find some little pieces of joy and encouragement in, in this time.